Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Gaining a Brother. Even within the body of Christ, at times we can find ourselves at odds with another person. Today's message outlines biblical principles for dealing with conflict, especially when we are offended by someone else. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Uh, Matthew chapter 18 and verse 15. I notice what God says very clearly. There's, there's no ifs or ands or buts about this. God gives us very plain, simple instructions that if we would follow them more than we do, I, I think we'd be much more in the way of success in these situations. Look what he says in verse 15. He says, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Go to the brother himself alone. Don't do it on Facebook before the whole world. Okay? I am amazed. Now, again, I realize there's a bit of a generation gap I realize that in this particular case, I'm not going to flatter myself and put me on high ground because of this. I realize I am somewhat of a dinosaur. Facebook doesn't even interest me. I don't care about your pictures of your family vacation, okay? God bless you. I'm glad you had a nice time. I don't care about the dust bunny you just cleaned from behind the couch. Okay? Honestly, I I don't get it, okay? Now, again, I'm sure there's aspects of this that are fine. I'm not about to preach Facebook out of existence any more than the preachers back in the 60s and 70s were able to preach TVs out of existence. I get that. Computers are here to stay. The Internet's here to stay. Facebook is here to stay. But my goodness, watch the unkindness on social media. And here's what I found, and you can go to the bank on this. The more further removed communication gets between people, the more emboldened we are to say things we wouldn't say to them face-to-face and eyeball-to-eyeball. That's why the best thing to do if you got a problem with somebody or something that's potentially contentious, don't even try to settle it on the phone. Get together. Maybe over a cup of coffee or something. And, and talk eye to eye. Whatever happened to that? It seems every, any, anymore we got people just spilling their guts all over the internet. I've been part of a controversy. I, I guess you'd call it that. I didn't even know what was going on until the whole thing was done. And, and it was all done on, on the internet. I didn't even know the person in question had a beef with me because they didn't come to me. They started blabbing it to someone else. And and I don't get it in front of the whole world. How many of you are old enough to remember when it was a big deal when you got off the party line with, with the telephone and got a private line? 
Oh, wasn't that great? You didn't have to worry about anybody else listening in on your conversations. Now, we want everybody to see everything that's going on. Be careful. Watch for unkindness on social media. Hey, and folks, most of your thoughts are not worth publishing. You say, where do you get that, preacher? The whole book of Proverbs. All 31 chapters will tell you most of what's rattling around between your ears is not fit for public consumption. But now we have this, this venue. And so we, we need to be careful, folks. God says in Matthew 18, go to that brother alone. God, uh, here's another thing, too. Uh, notice that God puts the burden of this on the offended, not the offender. Now, you say, why is that? Why is that? Well, more often than not, the offender doesn't realize that he offended. The offended guy is the one that figures there's something wrong here. And, and then the next thing is, is be straightforward. Don't play charades with the offender. Again, he may not know he offended you. In other words, don't be leaving clues that the offender should understand. Aren't we all from time to time just clueless? You know, time to time, we just, I mean, isn't that what the gals say about us guys? Insensitive and clueless. Okay. Well, if somebody did something and it's worth addressing and it's worth the time and effort to go eyeball to eyeball and deal with, then be straightforward about what the problem really is. The Christian life is not for sissies. Look at verse 15 again, between him and thee alone. Uh, folks, I've actually had this happen, and, and I'm going to keep this anonymous. Years ago, you say, how many? I'm not telling you. But years ago, uh, a guy got mad and left the church like, like happens sometimes. And like happens sometimes, he wasn't happy to leave alone. He wanted to take some other people with him. And I found out later, the guy never one time came to me and talked to me about what his gripes were. And believe me, if you've, if you've got a gripe, if you've got a problem, now, if you're just a chronic grouser, that's something else. But I've had more than one person come into my office and say, Preacher, why are we doing this? Or why did you do that? And when they asked the question, I thought, that's a good question. Why are we? And sometimes some of the biggest improvements have been made on the back of a conversation like that. So I, I welcome that. My door is open. But I found out later on, this guy was telling people, I said this to the preacher and he didn't listen. And I, and I, and I brought him this problem and, and this concern and that concern. And, and the guy had never talked to me one time. Now, there's only one of two possibilities here, folks. Number one, he's just a liar. The other possibility, and, and you've got to consider this, he may have dreamed we had these conversations. And, and did you ever have a dream and you have the, and it's so real to you? Maybe he didn't realize that even though I was in the dream, I didn't know what I said in the dream. You know, you get reaching sometimes. Hey, give the person the courtesy of going to him. Give him a chance to answer. You know what I find out more often than not? When we got a problem with somebody, more often than not, it's a misunderstanding. 
And again, we got to be willing to go into a situation seriously entertaining the possibility that I could be wrong or I could share part of the blame. The goal here isn't winning an argument. It's, it's verse 15. It's gaining a brother. Take your Bibles and go to Proverbs 25. Proverbs 25. While you're turning there, some of you will relate to this. Some of you are old enough to relate to this. But in the early 1980s, Patty Davis was passionately opposed to the buildup of nuclear arms. She constantly spoke at rallies criticizing the nuclear arms policies of the Reagan administration. The main difference between Patty and the other demonstrators was that Ronald Reagan was her father. How many of you remember Patty Davis in those days? Her mother was appalled at Patty's actions because she felt they were a personal attack on her father. But as long as she was respectful and civil, her father didn't mind Patty publicly expressing her views. Actually, I think Reagan did. He was just taking the high road. Writing about her father in the January 12, uh, 2012 issue of Town and Country, Patty admits she chose the more militant, in-your-face approach instead. She frequently told the media it wasn't personal, but today she realizes that her actions spoke louder than her words. While Patty was demonstrating for world peace, she now admits that she was also a child railing against a parent. Nothing more. I was at war with my father. One of her biggest regrets was turning her father down every time he wanted to sit down and talk with her about life. And folks, that's the other side of it. I, I think we have to ask ourselves the question sometimes, how approachable am I? How approachable am I? She would always tell him, I already know your side. She admits her refusals to talk wounded him. She also expressed regret for participating in anti-nuclear rally in 1982 at the Rose Bowl with 100,000 people in attendance. Just before she came to the podium to speak, the entire audience was chanting, get a new president. Every fiber of her being told her to walk away, but she gave the speech anyway. Looking back, she admits no one remembered her speech, only that when she came on stage, when 100,000 people were calling for her father to resign. Later in life, after her father had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, she said, I would look into my father's eyes and try to reach past the murkiness of Alzheimer's with my words, my apology, hoping that his heart, in his heart he heard me and understood. Patty Davis concludes her article, I wish that now, all these years ago, I had led with kindness, not with ideological stridency. We are, after all, remembered in the end for how we treat others. Sometimes the political has to be tempered by the personal. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Gaining a Brother. Not only does the Bible tell us that it is impossible but that offenses will come, God's Word also gives us a blueprint for resolving a problem between brothers and sisters in Christ. In today's message, Pastor DeMichael takes us through the biblical recipe for resolving conflict with the ultimate goal of reconciliation. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 
1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.